Welcome to KJV Cafe, where we explore great truths from God's holy word in a simple, down-to-earth fashion. Romans 10:17 shows us where faith comes from. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Let's grow our faith together in the cafe today. Our program is hosted by Pastor Clark Covington and brought to you by Heartland Ministries. Grab your Bible and a hot cup of coffee or tea and join us now as we explore God's holy word. Hey Amen. Welcome to the cafe. Hope you're having a great week. Hope you're doing well here today. We're so excited. I'm excited at least to dive into God's word. I hope you are too. We are going through this incredible experience that Paul had after being transformed on the road to Damascus. The training of Paul in Arabia, the importance of time alone with the Lord. We're in part three of a three-part series. And what I'll do, for benefit of those that may have missed part one or two or both, is recap a little bit what I've been talking about and why it's relevant here today. Galatians 1.17, Neither went I up to Jerusalem to them which were apostles before me, but I went into Arabia and returned again unto Damascus. Now, that's Paul writing in the book of Galatians that after Christ had wonderfully saved him on the road to Damascus, he did not return to Jerusalem. He did not go to the other apostles, but instead he went to Arabia. Okay, and what does that mean? That means that he went to a foreign land. Now, why would he do that? The Lord must have called him to do that because truly nobody would, I mean, think about this. You have this incredible experience Now, let me go off in the woods by myself or in the desert by myself for three years and figure this out. No, most people would go and tell everyone they knew. That's just a natural reaction. But Paul wasn't acting of the flesh. He was acting by the spirit. And Christ had called him to go to this unique place uh, that, that, that I'm guessing he was not that familiar with. Amen. Galatians 1, 10 through 20. For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if... I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For I neither neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. And so we see here in the first few verses of Galatians uh, 1, 10, 11, and 12, what we see is Paul saying that he didn't get the revelation, the the, the doctrine that we um, uh, ascribe to today, that the Gentiles... Uh, are to be saved, amen, that whosoever believeth on him shall be saved, amen. That doctrine, the, you know, we, we follow Paul because Paul followed Christ, but he didn't get it from man. He wasn't taught it from man, but he was. it was revealed to him by Jesus himself, and Jesus cho- chose to reveal it to Paul there in the wilderness. And the scripture goes on, for ye have heard of my conversation in time past in the Jews' religion, and conversation could be translated as behavior. How that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted it and profited in the Jews' religion above many my equals in my own nation, being more exceedingly zealous of the traditions of my fathers. You know, I recently preached on zeal for the Lord, and Paul had great zeal for who he thought was the Lord, right? And that zeal led to even profiting off of the persecution of the Christians. In fact, Paul was on the road to Damascus when Christ met him and blinded him and saved him, when that happened, Christ, uh, Paul was on the road to do what? Uh, he was on the road as Saul to go persecute Christians. 
So on the road to go persecute Christians, to bring back and jail them in Jerusalem, he is gloriously transformed and saved. And instead of persecuting them, he joins them and in fact becomes a mighty man of God. Verse 15, but when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me, capital S, that I might preach him among the heathen, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. Neither went I up to Jerusalem to them which were apostles before me, but I went into Arabia and returned again unto Damascus. Then after three years, I went to Jerusalem to see Peter and abode with him 15 days. But other of the apostles I saw none, save James the Lord's brother. Now the things which I write unto you, behold, before God, I lie not. So we see here in Galatians 1, 14 through 20, Paul is very motivated to tell uh, the people, I was not influenced by other apostles, right? I was not influenced by man. I was not influenced by a group. And Paul gets very specific that he was with the Lord Jesus Christ in Arabia three years, and he had this doctrine taught to him there. And then he even discloses what happens when he returns, that he's with Peter just only 15 days and only saw James, the Lord's brother, no, no one else. And, and letting them know that this is not a doctrine of man, but a doctrine of God. And why? Because it was such a controversial doctrine. Because up till that point, uh, the Gentiles and anyone else that was not Jewish was viewed as secondary or not worthy and not God's people because that's what they had been taught. So they were only under this idea of what they had been taught. All the other apostles were trying to reach the Jewish people, right? Uh, they were trying to t convert the Jews uh, from believing in just what they understood in the laws, the Mosaic laws, the Torah, the Old Testament, right? Believing those things to believing this new doctrine, right, of Jesus Christ. But they were saying kind of what I'm guessing John the Baptist said, repent and, and get right with God, right? But they didn't know this doctrine of salvation by grace alone, through faith alone, and Jesus Christ alone for all, including Gentiles. They didn't know that. Paul brought that doctrine. How did Paul bring that doctrine? After spending three years in Arabia with the Lord. And so this series of messages is really focused on what we can pull from this. What can we learn? How can this uh, help us to understand how we are to spend time with God? Firstly, we have to carve out time alone with him because his ways are are not our ways. And so what we can't use logic and education and so forth to define who we are. And so many people, including in the Christian faith, believe that they can just kind of think this out and work this out in their minds and use logic for things like spreading the gospel and telling people about Christ and winning souls. Let me tell you, it's foolishness to the world. And so your logic will never work. Only the power of God will work. And you get the power of God from spending time with God. And you spend time with God by getting alone with God. And you get alone with God and you get into his word and you pray and you seek him and you fast and you pray and you seek him and he reveals himself to you ever so much. And I've, I've heard a preacher say that the Christian walk as you grow in the Lord, as you study the scriptures, is a constant growing in the knowledge of Christ and who he is, right? And that's how the Lord works. That's his program. But how can we grow if we don't ever spend time with him? We can't. Man's fallible. Denominations are completely fallible. If you're stuck in a situation where your denomination is telling you what to do, that's a problem because it is flawed, amen? We go to what the book says, what the Bible says, not what our denominations say, or worse yet, what a man says. The world is starting to creep into the church every which way, and you're seeing major denominations having a lot of problems because the world's crept in and it conflicts with Scripture. 
And people say, let's be like the world. And other people say, let's be like God intended in the scriptures. And there's a conflict there. So we need to get away with God. And we saw in Galatians 1.16, to reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the heathen, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. This idea of immediacy, of not waiting, of not giving the devil opportunity to distract you as the devil would distract you, but getting away, getting time with God, spending valuable time with him and letting him lead you. Three years, that's God's perfect number for harmony, new life, and completeness. We see three throughout the Bible. Christ was buried three days. We see three in the Holy Trinity. You'll read holy, holy, holy in the Bible. Uh, Moses' life was in three parts, 40 years in Egypt, 40 years in the wilderness, and 40 years leading uh, the Israelites out of Egypt through the wilderness. Three is a very powerful number. And Paul was in Arabia for three years to help us understand the importance of the harmonious plan of God that all should be saved. Uh, through faith in Christ alone, and that it's not by works and it's not by the law. And again, imagine how controversial this would sound to a law-abiding Jew, to a law-believing Jew. Who was Paul? He was a Jew of the Jews. He was a not only a law-abiding uh, Jew, he was an expert in the law. Amen. He was there picking that law apart, saying, you didn't do this, you didn't do that. And now he's going to preach by grace alone, through faith alone, and Jesus Christ alone, we're not under the law. Well, that's a big difference. And that's why he had to spend three years in Arabia with the Lord. And he had that timeliness to immediately not confer with flesh and blood. And we see that quiet time with God must be made a priority in our life and take precedence over conferring with flesh and blood. Because if we don't prioritize it, it won't happen. And as we pick up here in the latter part of the message, uh, what I want to say is that we're discussing how Paul's life reflected his obedience in this time away with God and, and how obedience and, and dependency on God go hand in hand with the training of God and the training by God. And we can't have training and, 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 and a revelation from God. We can't be led by the Spirit if we're not dependent and obedient on Him and His ways, which can be very difficult in these modern times. So let's tune in here, and we're going to wrap up this three-part series. On that, in His Word, as we understand and study it, it tells us, don't think that I think like you think. And so if we can just come to the conclusion that we don't have all the right ideas and that our best inclination isn't always accurate and that what most people would do or logic doesn't always make sense because none of that happened in Paul's Damascus experience, his road to Damascus experience. None of that happened. It was all exceptionally unique. It was all of God. Christ himself blinding him. Christ himself giving him sight again. Ananias being afraid of him, coming down to pray with him and tell him what to do. Him going to Arabia, not going to uh, Jerusalem. Him preaching a gospel that was for the Gentiles, which had been unheard of at that time. Him writing these epistles, these brilliant letters that we as a church age believers get our doctrine from. All of this is profound and all of this happened by God's leading and guiding as God's ways being higher than man's ways took precedence. And again, as I mentioned earlier, we now have the benefit of hindsight to see what Paul did. And he lived an incredible life for Christ and he endured for Christ. Paul himself got to see heaven. Paul saw Christ. Paul incredibly did what God wanted him to do 
in the way that only God would have done, that man could have never conceived, all because Paul was obedient to follow the Lord and to do what God wanted him to do over what man would have wanted him to do. And, and how is this possible? Is it not by the working of the Holy Spirit? Is it not by the working of the Holy Spirit? And the working of the Holy Spirit, that, 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 that um, enriching of the Holy Spirit comes from living godly lives, comes from abstaining from the sinful things, calls from departing from the wickedness of this world, calls from living in, in love and patience uh, and, and doctrine uh, that Christ has for us and not in the ways of the world. And so we see the power of the Holy Spirit working through Paul and Paul obediently living as God wants him to live, doing what God wants him to do. Can you imagine through Paul's eyes, the shipwreck and the, the whippings and the people pursuing to kill him uh, and the persecutions and, and uh, the people laughing at him or the people decide, you know, being convicted, but still deciding not to be saved and, and the, the imprisonments and, and the false, uh, the false accusations and all these things that he went through at that time, through his eyesight, through his lens, could have seemed chaotic. But they all worked to create this marvel, marvelous testimony of the truth of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior to all that would believe, to whosoever that would come to him. And that's where we get our doctrine today. And so we see this wonderful picture of this individual that has this great ministry that starts with three years in Arabia alone with God and with Jesus Christ giving him this doctrine directly, this special revelation. I'm so thankful that Paul was obedient. I'm so thankful for what's in God's word. I'm so thankful for the lessons that we can take from this today to turn to God, to live for him, to seek him, to carve out that special time with him. Oh, what a blessing that will be when we can see God face to face and thank him for this great truth. I thank you for listening. Take care. God bless and amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of KJV Cafe. Have a question for Pastor Clark? Email him directly at clark at enduringpromise.org or visit kjvcafe.com and click the envelope button on the homepage. Our program is hosted by Pastor Clark Covington and brought to you by Heartland Ministries. We'll close today with Psalm 119 verses 166 through 168. Lord, I have hoped for thy salvation and done thy commandments. My soul hath kept thy testimonies, and I love them exceedingly. I have kept thy precepts and thy testimonies, for all my ways are before thee.